Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to Autosport Driver Ratings. Now you may have noticed that I'm on my own this week and I don't have Alex locked in a box with me to go through these. He's on his way to Monza so you're stuck with me but let us know in the comments below if you prefer this format, if you like it, if you prefer it to us sitting in the studio. We want your feedback on this show so let us know in the comments below. Now it wasn't a classic Belgian Grand Prix. We've definitely had better racing at Spa-Francorchamps than we saw on Sunday and there were still some notable performances so let's get into those ratings. We're going to kick off with McLaren to start off with because first and foremost, Carlos Sainz can't be rated because he did not start. Really disappointing Sunday for him. Power unit failure leading to a broken exhaust meant that he couldn't even try and take parts and he was in his skivvies before everybody else had lined up on the grid, pretty much. So really, really unfortunate day for him. He, he also retired last year, don't forget. So Spa seems to be a bit of a bad luck charm for Carlos Sainz, but let's hope that he comes back into Monza because he was looking really strong this weekend, had a great qualifying um, and really should have been battling up there for some really good points from McLaren yesterday. So really bad luck for him. Now his teammate Lando Norris, we're giving a 7 out of 10 for his weekend's performance and he really can't score much higher than that because he was just a little bit inconsistent. He felt like a lack of toe in qualifying meant that he ended up three places behind his teammate. He had an off and that cost him some places and he blamed that uh, on fluid on the track which he said could have come from Carlos's car or maybe it was just a bit of water. But anyway, it meant that he had to then power through and try and get those places back. And it's a funny thing with Lando, he seems to have a potentially poor opening lap and then his last lap Lando and seems to push at the end. If he could only do that at the start of the race, just think where he could end up on the road. 
Moving on to the Haas boys now, and Roman Grosjean gets a 6 out of 10. He was a lead Haas in qualifying and was quite happy that he finished P15, but don't forget he only achieved that because his teammates stopped an additional time. He loses a mark for his off at Lecom at the start and then his lockup on the last lap, which ultimately let Leclerc go by. Now, Kevin Magnussen, he's only getting a 5 out of 10 for his performance on Sunday, and it's a bit of a shame because he had such a stellar start to the race, claiming five positions on the opening lap, which is quite a charge in a Haas. But to be honest, from there, he went backwards. He had no grip on those mediums, and Haas did give him an extra stop to try and help him with his position. He also loses a point for his Q1 performance because that off ultimately put him at the back of the grid. Moving on to the newly acquired Williams F1 team now, and obviously the big news for them ahead of this weekend was that they've been bought out by Doralton Capital. They're keeping the Williams name though, so that's always a good sign for F1 fans. I think it'd be very sad if we were to lose the Williams name in Formula One, uh, but let's get on to their Sunday scores. Nicholas Atifi gets a seven out of 10, and he's one point behind his teammate this weekend, mainly because he qualified behind George Russell. But he drove a good race, and although he said he was struggling with the FW43's handling, he actually only finished one second behind Grosjean and actually within sight of those Ferraris. Now, what a bad luck story for George Russell. And although he didn't finish the race because he got taken out by a wild tire from Giovinazzi's car, he's gonna get an eight out of 10 from us today because he was having a pretty solid weekend. Yet again, he was a qualifying star and got that Williams out of Q1 and into Q2, which is just like, Props to you, George Russell. And despite making initial progress off the line, he was in P17 by the end of lap one and crucially behind Giovinazzi, and we all know how that ended. Now, speaking of that incident with Giovinazzi, the Italian this week gets a four out of 10. Now that's not just for his crash, it's also to do with his poor qualifying against his teammate, but it's mainly because of that crash. It was very IndyCar-esque kind of snap of grip back that he just couldn't control, ended up smashing into the wall and taking out George Russell. It was quite a strange incident in itself. He's a bit trigger happy with that throttle and it's something that we're coming to expect from Giovinazzi. I'm not gonna say it's quite as bad as Spinala just yet, but if he keeps going like this, it could start to become his trademark. Kimi Raikkonen gets an eight out of 10 for his performance on Sunday. It was another great race from Kimi. I really feel like he is here, he has arrived, and he's properly racing again, which is just, just so good to see. He misses out on a perfect score because he lost the battle with Russell to get out of Q1, but nonetheless, a really solid qualifying performance in that rather slow looking Alfa Romeo. He also loses another mark for his start because the car seemed to drop into anti-stall, which put him at the back of the pack right off the line. But from there he was excellent and he ended up 12th at the flag and had a bit of fun battling those Ferraris, eek. Now, Ferrari. This is definitely a weekend that Ferrari are gonna wanna forget in a hurry. And the fact that we're leading into two of their home Grand Prix after last weekend, Yikes. But here we are, we need to rate the drivers and it's gonna be hard because that SF1000 just looked nowhere. So it's quite difficult to judge the drivers fairly because that car just looked like an absolute dog to drive. But we are still going to give them a rating. So Sebastian Vettel is gonna get a six out of 10. He's gonna lose a mark to his teammate mainly because of his qualifying performance and because he only finished two seconds behind Leclerc who did an extra stop. 
Now Charles Leclerc gets a 7 out of 10 as he was the lead Ferrari if he can take that as a consolation prize um, but he did have an amazing opening lap making it up to P9 but he was always going to fall backwards unfortunately. Those softs did just not work for the Ferrari and he was pretty much a sitting duck for a lot of it. And Ferrari had split the strategies giving Leclerc a two-stop strategy which did ultimately hurt him because he also had to stop for some pneumatic air top-up which uh, delayed him a little bit and uh, but he did well to recover and he finished not too far behind Vettel. Now the Racing Point boys both get 6 out of 10. Now both of them lost out trying to get into Q3 on mediums because they only had a set of softs left uh, and that meant that they didn't qualify maybe where they were expecting to. Stroll got ahead of his teammate off the line but then lost two spots to Gasly and Norris uh, as he was struggling on those hards towards the end of the race. Perez lost out to both Stroll and Leclerc on lap one. Interestingly he was kept out under the safety car which kind of destroyed his strategy to be honest. He was one of those ones that lost out under the safety car but that meant he had a lot of overtaking to do once he he did finally pit, which he did, and ended up crawling it back to P10 and in the points. And he was just on the right side of that little uh, squeeze of Gasly up Eau Rouge, which was very reminiscent of 2017 with his clash with Ocon, squeezing him into that concrete wall, which around that corner is just a little bit on the dangerous side. And Perez can be quite aggressive, but I think, to be honest, he left just enough room for Gasly. Speaking of Gasly, it was another excellent weekend from the AlphaTauri driver and that means he's getting a 9 out of 10 for this weekend. He loses a mark and doesn't get a perfect score for falling behind Kvyat in qualifying. He was looking really racy on those hards in the first stint and actually I think a lot of those uh, higher up midfield teams were feeling a bit worried about how fast Gasly was coming up through the order um, but not pitting under the safety car did kind of ruin his race. He was he was one of the safety car victims, really. He ultimately did have to pit and then try and make that ground back up. But again, looking really strong, looking really racy, he likes that AlphaTauri car. He reckons he lost 20 seconds and that was a possible fifth place for the AlphaTauri driver, which would have been an incredible result. But nonetheless, really solid drive from Gasly, who was also driver of the day. Now, I don't know about you, but I didn't really see Kvyat at all on Sunday. It was like he was, the cameraman was just nowhere near him, really. But uh, nonetheless, he still had a pretty solid drive, qualified ahead of his teammate. AlphaTauri decided to split the strategy across their two drivers, which meant that he got the medium tyres, which meant that he could conventionally pit under the safety car, which ultimately was the better strategy. Although that did leave him exposed as Gasly and Perez came by later on. Now, Renault. Renault had their best qualifying performance since they've come back as a works team, which was really good to see. A fourth and sixth is a really good result for a Renault and potentially shows uh, where they're heading. They, they said they took a lot of the downforce off the car, which that Renault seems to prefer a lot more. Um, so we're gonna see how that plays out in both Monza and Mugello in two interesting tracks to see if that tactic is gonna work for them. Don't forget in Monza, Renault had their best results last year. So keep an eye out for that. But let's start off with Daniel Ricciardo, who so good to see Daniel smiling again. Not that he ever doesn't smile, but smiling because he's had a good weekend. And it was a really strong performance from Daniel. That last lap was just insanely good. And it's just a shame that there wasn't another four or five laps because if there was, Max was in trouble. And because of that, Daniel gets a nine out of 10. It was almost perfect, but not 
quite. And he misses out on a perfect score just because he did take a lot of time trying to get around Perez and Gasly, even though he had a tyre and time advantage. So not quite a perfect performance, but damn near close. Now his teammate Esteban Ocon gets an 8 out of 10 and he loses a point to his teammate mainly because one, he was outqualified by Daniel and two, he did take a long time to get round Albon even though that Red Bull's tyres were basically turning into dust. So they're the reasons why he gets marked down but again, a decent showing from Ocon. It's quite hard when your teammate is really shining for you to look just as good but stellar effort, 8 out of 10. Max Verstappen has only had 9s and 10s so far in our driver ratings and Sunday was no exception to that. And it's not a perfect score this weekend just because he didn't hang on to the Mercedes like he maybe has done in previous races. Now, Spa is a much longer track, it's a little bit hard to stay as close, but that's the main reason why he's not getting a perfect score. Although he did deliver, he pretty much got the most out of that Red Bull given that Mercedes just didn't make a mistake this weekend. Now. Alex Albon gets a 7 out of 10, which as our ratings have been going is a pretty good score for Alex. And the reason being is that his qualifying and race results are going in the right direction, that being closer to Verstappen. Now the trouble is he's still some way of putting F1's second fastest, although seemingly difficult to handle, car where it should be. Um, and the fact that he's not there to support Max on the strategy calls and to try and force Mercedes into an early stop or mess up their strategies over a race, it just means he's not quite delivering still yet on what he should be in that Red Bull. He also wasn't helped by the soft to medium strategy from Red Bull. Red Bull did split its strategies again this weekend uh, and it was a shame that he couldn't hold on to that position from Ocon who ultimately got him because he just ran out of grip. Mercedes. Now... Just looked untouchable this weekend, which is a common rhetoric of this season, I think. Um, and the fact that Bottas came home second, which interestingly enough, don't forget, is only the second time he's done that in this season, which is actually quite bonkers when you think about it. He ultimately put that second Mercedes where it should be. He was well beaten in qualifying by Hamilton, coming in half a second behind his teammate. And the only time really that he was ever gonna take Hamilton on was on that opening lap. And by the time they'd got down the Kemmel straight into Lecom, Hamilton was just had it signed, sealed, delivered. So he just never looked like he was gonna challenge Lewis. He also dropped way back. And actually at times, Max was closer to Bottas than Bottas was to Hamilton. Uh, but it was an interesting early team orders call at the start of the race that said that Bottas wasn't allowed to push against Hamilton. So have to take that into account, which is why he gets an eight out of 10. It was another 10 out of 10 performance for Lewis Hamilton, who looked untouchable in qualifying and just super strong during the race. Never really under threat, totally in control, had a slight worry about his tyres, uh, but he says he likes to be challenged like that in a race because at least it gives him something to think about. Uh, was very damning of the one-stop strategy post-race, uh, post not in terms of the fact that he didn't think it was the right strategy, just in the fact that it causes boring races and it means that he can't race anybody. And, He's just crying out for someone to battle on track, apparently. Interestingly enough, the two mistakes maybe we could say he made during the race, the first being on the opening lap where he got a bit of a whopper on, only slightly, uh, that meant that Bottas was a lot closer to him on that opening lap as they were going up through Radion, actually meant that Bottas had to lift, which gave an advantage to Lewis. And I don't know if there's more peak Hamilton than when a mistake actually gives him an advantage. And secondly, he went off at the bus stop chicane slightly, but he was so far ahead, it didn't even matter. So we're not even gonna count it as a mistake. 
So there we go, all 20 drivers are rated from the Belgian Grand Prix. What do you think? Do you agree with our ratings? Do you disagree with our ratings? Let us know in the comments below and make sure you head on over to autosport.com where you can rate the drivers yourself in comparison to ours. And with that said, we'll see you after Monza. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.